Tuesday Night Chats with Dr. B. Baker, and that would be me, and the Tell It Like It Is program, or the Really Tell It Like It Is, or all of that. Uh, Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you that you lead, guide, direct uh, by the power of Holy Spirit as to what it is that we're going to do and how it is that we're going to move in tonight. Uh, thanking you and praising you for the things that you will bring up in this apostolic house. Okay, first of all, I'm going to tell you, I have to, uh, I always start off with repenting. <laughs> I have to repent because yesterday was my daughter's actual birthday, right? And on Sunday, we gave her gifts and she got all of this stuff, right? And so I called her about 3 o'clock yesterday and asked her, what did you get? says, I haven't opened it yet. Oh. And I said, what? Okay. Really kind of ticked me off. All right. And she says, well, I get to enjoy it. All right. So I get to enjoy this time. So she does, I can tell that she was actually raised by my mother in those things because my mother would take her time. You could not push her. You could not rush her to do things. See, I get something and I just rip it apart and I want to see quick. Unmute your mic. Huh? Unmute your battery, please. You should never give me a mic with muted. Never will again, promise. Okay. They should never give me a mic muted because uh, I always think it's just ready. So at any rate, I, I uh, late last night, I was able to... Uh, okay. Late last night, I was able to see what she got so I was okay anyway never mind just forget about that because they got all this stuff going on in the background and I'm paying attention to it and Diane's standing here chewing this gum okay and all of that so anyway we're going to talk we're going to talk about some stuff uh we're going to talk about uh the apostolic house and one of the things some of the things that go on I you know I, I really have to 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 start with with this part and it's one of the things is that when you talk about an apostolic house, you're talking about a place that will break through, that will go to places that others don't want to go. Does that make sense? And what it is is this. It's like uh, last week we, uh, we, we started entering into a number of different things, and we had three really good questions. And uh, it, it started to break things open and uh, into where it is that we're going. It does not look like you want it to look. It is a very uncomfortable house. It's not a house that fits really comfortable. It's a house that uh, uh, people make a lot of mistakes as they go. You have to be willing to make mistakes. You have to be willing to do things that you don't know how to do because in the apostolic house, in the apostolic place, in the apostolic anointing, it's you have to depend totally, 100% on God. If you are comfortable with what it is that you're doing, you're not reaching far enough. If you look <clears throat> at some of the things that Paul said, and even when he was talking about marriage and he was talking about these things, you see, here is one of the things that we don't separate. He says, this I say, God didn't say this. 
when he was talking about being married to an unbeliever and, and all of these different things and a whole lot of things that Paul says, I say this. I'm not saying that God said this. Well, he broke out and he spoke things that he believed that these were the things that he was to say. Whether And he says, I do this under my call. Okay, do, do you understand? And in, in this, it's like we break out into politics. We break out into government. We break out into the church. We break out into these things. And we, we, uh, everything we do is based on the word of God. It's based in the word of God. Because we have to really remember <clears throat> that we are in Messiah. That we are crucified with Christ Nevertheless, not I live, but it's him that lives in me. And the life that not I live, if we want to be comfortable, if we want to do things that we like to do, you're not, in the, you're not going to be in an apostolic place. Do you understand? If you're not going to, to, to uh, uh, make waves, and it's not making waves because you want to hurt anybody's feelings, but it's because you've got to go farther than what it is that you think you can go. He, he, what Paul, one of the things that Paul said was this. He says, I'm not building upon another person's thing. What I'm doing is I'm breaking into where it is that I am to go because if he hadn't pushed further, if he hadn't allowed the Spirit of God to help him to push further, then there would have been so many things that would not have been done. And even when, when uh, 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 Thomas went into the Asian countries, when he went into there, which Paul couldn't go, he broke through in some areas. He, he, he had a very uncomfortable, they were all martyred. I'm not interested in being martyred. I was talking to Daniel today, <clears throat> and I was saying, <coughs> pardon me, some of the things that uh, God has me to say might cause might cost uh, uh, something greater than I'm really excited about paying, and that would be my life. But I would rather die in Christ than to live in disobedience. I would rather die in Christ than live in comfort. Okay, if we're <clears throat> if uh, well, I, mean, I can't do this because I'm not comfortable. Well, then you belong in a you belong in a safe place. You belong in a pastoral place. Because what's happening is this, as we, as we go forward, as we move forward, as we break through, as we're going to set the people free, set the captives free, not like this, this thing that puts people in bondage and setting people free to take care of them, but setting people free so that people can uh, realize their, uh, th their abilities, realize their imagination, realize their talents that are in them, realize who it is that, we, that they are, and then go and help others and realize that everything I do, I do, I do because it all makes me feel good. I enjoy doing what it is that I do. Why is that? Because there's a pleasure of pleasing the spirit of God that's within me. He's happy and I'm happy. Do you understand? And when I do something, when I play it safe in what it is that he has called me to do, when he, uh, you know, okay, I want you, to, I want to give you a property. I want this thing to happen. I want that to happen. I want you to believe me for it. I'm not asking you to pay for it because you'll never make the money to be able to pay for it. I'm asking you to believe me. I'm asking you to push past anything that you got. If you can 
This is the reason that tithes and offerings and first fruits and all of these things are so important. I mean, this is the reason that God has stripped people, myself and, and others at times, and the reason that he has is so that I have to depend totally upon him. See, if I depend on what it is that I have, if I depend upon my education, I'd be able to creep without a paddle anyway. If I depend on my intelligence, I'd be up another creek. I'd be up so many creeks until it's, you know, I wouldn't even be able to get out of the creek, right? Mm -hmm. But if I depend upon what it is, you know, when he says, uh, 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 this is what I want you to do. And um, he, he never says, can you do it? He says, will you do it? Yeah. See, and that's why he says, with God, all things are possible. With you, you can't do this. Baby, you can't do this, not on your best day. But with me, all things are possible. And when you recognize that you're gonna break through, when you recognize that you're gonna look stupid, when you recognize that you're gonna look foolish, when you recognize that you're gonna uh, possibly lose people uh, uh, in, in the mix and all of those things, and you're willing to do this, when you recognize that all of these things may come against you, when you recognize that you have to see it out of his eyes, not out of, uh, out of my own. And as I'm learning about different frequencies and learning about different things and whatever it is, everything that I speak, every time I tell myself, I can do this because God is with me. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I will do this. See, I can do all of these things. I can believe for this. My faith is great enough for this. My faith is great enough for this. I can do those things, and I have to continuously tell myself this. I was watching something. <clears throat> I was listening to uh, some of the rhetoric from this Black Lives Matter thing, and one of the things that they've done is that they have taken the principle of God, because the devil has nothing new, right? They have taken the principle of God, and what they have done is that they have they, they, they have uh, um, perfected it in a way. Faith comes by what? Hearing. And what? Hearing. And what? Hearing. And what? Hearing. And what? Hearing. Okay? And hearing by the words of God that we speak. Okay? What is it that all of these things do? What is it that Marxism does? What is it that capital, I mean, that uh, uh, capitalism also, but uh, communism, what is it that, that uh, uh, all of these people have in common? They keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over and over. You go to ABC, CBS, CNN, many times Fox, many times, whatever all of those things are, you will hear them use the very same words. And faith for those words, belief for those words, come by people hearing them and hearing them and hearing them. And they start seeing nothing but that. Because what happens, they're listening to the tone and they're listening to a tone of hate. And as they listen to the tone of hate, then this is what it is that they become. This is why you have to be careful, and I am talking about the apostolic house, this is why you have to be careful not to walk around saying, they don't like me, mm -hmm. they have this against me, they have this against me, because what does that do? It changes what's going on in you. Yeah. It doesn't hurt anybody else, really, but it ends up hurting you. 
When we start to do this, your voice, my voice, everything has a tone. I was telling, I was saying to Daniel today, when I was a little girl, and I, my mother would say something to me like, she would, and I already knew what that meant. <laughs> and I would start, <laughs> she says, you, 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 um, you're winding up, you know, you're, 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 you're tuning up, you're tuning up for this. Well, I didn't realize something that that's actually what was happening. You were going into a tune. It was a tune that was changing things on the inside. And that particular tune was bringing fear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tune it up for this woman. Yeah. Do you understand? But that was bringing fear. This is why, this is why it says that words, everything was created from words. So your body, when Jesus, when God said, let us make man in our own image and after our likeness, right? He said that. He said that. He spoke to the waters. He spoke to the sky. He spoke to everything and everything heard him. He even told uh, uh, Abel, I mean, uh, uh, Cain, your brother's blood is crying out from the earth. It had a song or had a cry. So just remember everything in us. That's why 5G, when I talked about this 5G thing, and then now this, they're coming out with a 6G. That's already, well, it's already here but it just hasn't been brought in. That those, those things, those, those, those tunes, those, those uh, uh, rhythms, those, those uh, um, um, tones are, will get into your being and it will change, it will change your DNA. All of these things are necessary. So as an apostolic house, we have to sound like that. When Leon sounded the shofar on Sunday, there were different sounds that he had. He brought forth some sounds that God wanted to release in this house that has never been released before. He, he, he released some sounds that I'm sure he had never played before. Why? Because the atmosphere was ready for those sounds. Wow. Do, do you understand? Okay. The uh, vantage point of an apostolic house is hyper, hyper uh, 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 optic. I see far, I see beyond, I see beyond this house, I see beyond California, I see beyond the United States, I see beyond. So what do we do? What we see is what we move towards. Our vision statement says, um, even what more than enough ministries need, my obedience, our obedience would be rewarded on earth and eternally. The hand of God and my hand, our hand, will win nations. Now this has been printed, this has been since 1980 something, okay? Nations, over, uh, 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 by, uh, my obedience is essential for nations over the universe. So we're not thinking just, we're not thinking locally. 
See, we were apostolic even though we didn't realize it. You, you understand what I'm saying? Well, you move towards something, you act in something, and then the name will come. You don't get the name first and then work into it. Mm -hmm. do, do, do you understand? You you work it, if, if, if here it is, a, a person is getting married, they, they work into it and they finish that, and then they get the name at the end. They get the name change at the end. They get the covenant name change at the end. They don't get the covenant name change before they go through and commit to the covenant. Do you understand? Uh, the, the changes of names, the interactions of names. His name is connected with your name, and your name is connected with his name, and, and, and his family is connected with this family, and this family is connected with that. Well, it's the same thing. And so that you take on your double strong and you go further. And that's the thing that an apostolic house does because if the hand of God has to be on that apostolic house. Well, the apostolic house is not about a building. It's about a spirit. It's about a purpose. It's about a people. It's a people uh, that's moving toward the house is the, 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 the purpose. The house is the purpose. And if you can't catch on to that, and if, if, if you have all of these, these things that you see wrong and, and everything has to be in this kind of a place before you break through, you'll never break through. Because God says his hand, that this will be won by his hand, not mine. A man's mind plans his way, but God is the one that directs his step. And he says the focus is upon the broader context of the kingdom infiltrating uh, uh, mountains of influence, uh, kingdoms of influence. And as we, as we infiltrate those kingdoms of influence, we have to change that word, uh, kingdoms of influence, uh, then what will happen is the mountains and all of those things under it shall be moved. See, with a word, we can move a mountain. But a kingdom, you have to bring a kingdom down. Are, are, are you tracking here? Yeah. Any questions? I see a frown here. Question? In this context, um, can you remind us again the a difference between the kingdom and the mountain so I can track you? Because I just kind of lost it at that point. Okay, the Bible says that Thy, the kingdom of God come. Let the will of God be done. Let the kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Okay? And so he has sent us to kingdoms. That's the spirits. That's the, the hierarchy. That's the heads of things. Okay? The mountains are things, are, 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 are the actual, act, okay, let me, let me explain it like this. The church is to teach uh, people how to live in the kingdom okay the kingdom teaches the mountains how to live in the kingdom oh. see it's just it's 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 a it's a, 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 a difference because the mountains can't teach the kingdom see the, the, the these mountains these are worldly things and they can be moved by a word he said that did he or did he not he says, you can say, if you believe me, you can
can say to this mountain to move. So this mountain will move from a natural uh, Babylonian mountain into uh, a, a kingdom uh, uh, place and, and learn to live in the kingdom. It will be taken over by the kingdom. The mountains are not going to take over the kingdom. See? So you can say to this mountain, and then he had said the kingdoms of this world you see, and those that have set themselves up, it's like we are speaking to all of the stuff that's going on. We're not praying about it. We're speaking to it. See, because we're praying about it. We'll be praying about it until, oh, come Lord Jesus, come seven, come Lord Jesus. You know, we'll be seven eleven. You know what I'm saying? We'll be. It'll be like shooting dice. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, all of that. You know. Do you have a question? I, I just wanted to um, mention that um, where, we're Speak louder. Going, where we're going with the whole apostolic um, direction, mm -hmm. if you will, um, I believe that that really is the, the, the current, um, I, I really believe that is the current wave right now of the apostolic church and the church in general. And um, I know that you never like hearing the words, and neither do I hearing the new normal, but I've been hearing prophets that I follow, uh, mainly one that I follow, and his, he, he was saying that the new normal is the old normal, the way of the apostolic church. Okay, <clears throat> let, me, let, me, let me tell you why I don't like, um, I, I don't use the word normal. Right, right. Okay, um, what it is is this, God says this, I have, I am creating something that has never been before. So when we start looking at a new normal, and I can understand what the prophets are saying. I mean, number, you know, I, I can understand and I honor and I respect. But where, where the prophet is and where the apostle is, there's a difference, okay? And what, what it is is this. We have to break through into areas that we have never broken into before. And this is what God is saying. I want you to break into things that never been brought, uh, done before so that I want you to pull into this earth things that have not been seen. Because in order to do what I need to have done, then what's going to have to happen is it's going to have to be something that is new, that is something that you have not seen. Because, see, God says otherwise, otherwise, then what we're saying is, he says, I have not seen ear has not heard what God has in storage for those who will trust him and obey him. So what happens, a normal is a plateau. See, a normal can be a plateau. And I, and, and I, 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 I believe that, that you see, that word can, words are important, and words words do something, they vibrate in us, and they will get us to a place where we will, we will uh, 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 synchronize with that, okay? But when we're speaking something that we remember, eye has not seen, no eye in this earth is seen, no ear has heard. He says, no eye. That means no angel eye, no eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has in storage for those who will walk the way I want you to walk and who will break through. So 
it's, it's, I'm not saying that the prophet is, is incorrect. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is this, is, is that the words, and I, I'm a word, I mean, you know, uh, I, I am a word person. I have to be because words uh, 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 sing songs in you and words will keep, keep you at a level or words will allow you to just break through and, and do the impossible. Okay, so uh, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're moving into, into that, okay? And one of the things of it is, is this, is that many times what happens is God will speak to apostles and prophets and whatever, but some of the things that he says to them, they, 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 they think it's so far out until we gotta use words. This is a, this is a human tendency, okay? Because you, you know my feel on psychology, right? It's a human tendency to wanna use a word that people can identify with so that they can understand what it is that you're saying. And what it is is this, where we are now, is that we can't, we can't afford to be that safe. Okay, so uh, um, uh, you had a question. Does that help? Yeah, so we're, we're basically, if we use that terminology, we're basically setting uh, plateaus. Yeah, we're setting plateaus. That's right. Go ahead. Well, I don't know how to ask the question, but. Yes, you do. As, as you're going into it. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. As an apostolic headship, there's a whole nother level of grace that goes, that goes with it. That if we're not called into that position, so earlier, a few minutes ago, you said we move into it. So do we move into it, or we wait for the directions coming from the apostolic Okay, let, 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 me, let, me, let me tell you what happens is this. The word grace can also be the word boldness. Okay? The word grace is boldness. Because you don't need grace to stay where you are. You don't need grace to sit. Yeah. Okay? You don't even need the favor to do that. But uh, there is that, that, that grace, there is that boldness, there is that, that um, you know, we're saying, I don't want to get ahead of God. God says, how can you? You're in time, I'm not. Okay? See, we, we use those things, and because this is what we're used to hearing, but now is the time to bring forth kingdom language. See, the language of the kingdom is a language of, un, of limitlessness. And in that language of the kingdom, there are words that we have never spoken before because there are words that are going to be created. There are creative words that's going to bring things forth. And, and we, will get those from, we will get those from heaven. You know, here's an interesting thing. Since you brought that up and then you brought that up. Okay, here's an interesting thing. When people um, uh, create a medication, I mean, when they, they, they develop or whatever it is, a medication, then they find a name for it. And we speak that name without even understanding what the, the etymology of that is. Like when they did Viagra, okay? The, <laughs> why they named it Viagra would have nothing, I mean, it had something to do with men, but it had to do more with women than it did with men, okay? They name things, and many times they name things so that you can start to speak those things and speak those words so that you're in agreement with the kingdom of darkness. And so it lowers your ability to see. You look at many of the pharmaceuticals, you look at many of the words that people use. 
I mean, even, even, I mean, many of the words, you start to look just, just, just for just this week until next week when we come together, do, do something. A lot of the words that you hear, look up and find out what the etymology of it is, what the root of the word is. See, and when you start to look at the root of the word, then you start to understand, wait a minute, this word has more than that. You know, there's some words that you speak that make you feel really good. And then there's certain things that you talk about that you kind of get depressed. Okay? It's because of the sound. It's, the, it's because of the verberation, the vibration. Okay? And how it affects who it is that you are. We're made in God's image and after his likeness. So therefore, we have the sound of him. See, there's the sound of, of him, and we have changed a lot of the sounds. It's like much of the music that's, uh, 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 that, that, we, that we use today in, in all of that, what happens is this, if you notice this, much of the music that we sing in church, whatever it is, in together as we gather, it gives, you know, we start to move like we used to move when we was out there in the world. I mean, it's just moving. Okay, it's not bringing up that that holy sound. Okay, it's not it's not it's it's not bringing up that thing that starts to reach into heaven and bring things into earth. You know, you see some of the way that people dance to it. Okay, the way that we worship to it. Okay, it, it's that it's that old feeling. All right. I'm not here to judge anybody or anything. I'm talking about words and what these words and things are. And so it's important in that. Let me, let me get to this and then I'll take the question. Okay. So we're infiltrating the kingdoms in order to change and move the mountains. And so as we move the mountains, okay, as we move the mountains, this is why when they start talking about pedophilia, no, this is child rape, okay? Why would we use that, pedophilia, okay? You know, why would we use that? Why would we use these people sleeping together? They're not sleeping. We use words that make us feel good, that make it so, okay, it puts you to sleep, it lulls you. It allows you to do this abortion, no murder. Murder ain't no abortion. See, abortion is something that happens naturally. Something that happens prematurely. But the rest of it is murder. We use these words. And you see, uh, it's not killing, it's murder. And this is what God said, you shall not murder. He didn't say not to kill. He said not to murder. There's a difference. Kill is you defend yourself or you defend your family or you're defending something. You may have to kill because it says that in the book of Ecclesiastes. See, he did not say there was a time to murder. Go ahead, you have a question. Um, I was gonna ask, um, do you think that the whole thing that you were talking about with music, um, do you think this is another area that the church kind of got lost on along the way because it seems like I don't think so. You know so, right? Yeah, because a lot of the music that that we hear in churches, 
is 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 a feel good. It's and and let me let me let me tell you something that 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 uh, uh, and, and I, I, Turnell Nelson said, who was Miles Monroe's pastor. He was from Trinidad Tobago. And he has had to stop, and he's done that here. He did that here in America. He's, he's in heaven now also. But he did that in places. He says, stop that. Stop that music. You're conjuring up demons that are going to look like, that are going to manifest in ways that you're going to call God, and it's not God. See, but speaking like this, It don't make you popular. <laughs> well, like that music, it, it gets you, like you said, feeling, you know, people start moving like they used to when yeah. they were not serving the Lord. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, a lot of times my spirit is really quenched by that because if it doesn't bring you into the presence of the Lord. But you see, okay, here's, here's another thing. Okay. I come, you see, when I come, I'm in his presence. Okay, so he says, come into my presence with thanksgiving. So I've done this before I get here or before I get there, all right? And we're going to teach on, we're, we're going to start to teach on that because the whole thing is about to change. But here, here is the thing. Here, here is one of the things. He says, teach and train, okay? Teach and train. So I'm in the, we're in the process of this, in the teaching and training. Because uh, what's about to happen here is about true worship leaders. I mean, people that have spent time in prayer, that have asked God, what do you want? What pleases you today? And not a fake of what pleases you. See, when I come, it is not for me to feel good. I already got my good. I got my good on before I came. But it's about... We come, we have come together to bring all of our worship unto him. Do you, you understand? And so we're going to be training, we're going to be teaching people on that as things change, okay? But what we're, he's working on right now with this body of people is getting a, a group that can go, that can, can walk in unity. So, uh, uh, yeah, the, the music, I mean, it, it's not even music. It's, it's uh, you know, uh, and you can talk about the honky-tonk. In Acts 8.14, it's talking about sending and going, all right? Sending. But you equip people to be sent. You equip people not to care about how someone treats them or what somebody says. You can't send sensitive people because they'll get their little feelings hurt, and then they'll come back, okay? How do you know that? One of the things that happened, the, the road gets too hot. Even when, when John Mark went with Paul and, and, uh, and Barnabas, you remember that? Um, and, and he was sent back. He came back. He went back. And then Paul didn't want to take him anymore. And so, therefore, it ended up being Paul and Silas and then uh, uh, Barnabas and John Mark. At the end of the time, Paul, uh, Barnabas had worked with John Mark because he had a different call. See, everybody doesn't have that same kind of a call, but he brought John Mark back and he had John Mark to do some things to toughen John Mark up. So at the end, he was good for Paul. See, Paul says, no, I'm not going to take him on this because I know what I'm going, what we're going into. 
And, he, and, and they got into a fight. If, if you read it, they actually got into a fist fight. I mean, they was pushing each other. They were into that, right? All behind that. And so then Barnabas went with Paul, I mean, with uh, 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 John Mark, and then Paul went with Silas. Well, they both completed their purpose. Some people say, well, you know, you don't hear a lot more about John uh, because he, he walked away. I mean, he didn't do what Paul said. That has nothing to do with it. Because people split for a season, Paul, uh, 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 Paul wouldn't have been where he was if Barnabas hadn't gone and gotten Paul when Paul was acting like a little child and pouting because people didn't accept him the way he wanted to be accepted. You see, you got to read the Bible. You got to let the Bible read you. You got to understand what was going on. And when they say these things, it's saying, dig a little deeper, dig a little deeper, dig a little deeper, and then you will see the history of these things. Okay, that's why I can't give up on people. All right, I don't give up. You know, they may give up and they may go away and they may do whatever it is that they're doing. I'm saying, I'll see you again. That's all right. You know, that's all right. It's okay. You know, uh, so uh, Acts 8 14 is descending, 2 Corinthians 11 20, uh, 28, caring for the congregations. Caring for and and uh, 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 doing the things that are necessary to feed the congregations, uh, 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 imparting and whatever. This is one of the reasons that I go to New York. This is one of the reasons that I'm, I'm going to other places and different uh, different things and in people. Uh, I have a, a, a pastor. I, I help with pastors. I have one in Richmond. All these different pastors in these different things that. God has uh, uh, me to to uh, work with, okay? And it's because the pastors have gotten their hurt because they're so still into flesh. Well, they need many uh, many people need sanctification. So there's many pastors that have never gone through sanctification. Many apostles too, but you know, many people have never gone through sanctification. Well, what does that mean? You go through the fire. You go to the fire of, 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 of all the things that people can do to you, and you're not hurt by it. See, sanctification, you are, you are set apart. You know that I'm set apart. You know that this thing, he says, uh, along with the blessings, along with this, many trials, many things will come at you. Everything that I do, I do it because I do it because I, I, I do it because I want to do it. Why do I, not necessarily I want to want to do it, but I ask him, make me, I, I want to want to do it. So I'm doing it because I want to do it because I want to do what you want me to do, but I don't really want to do this because I want to do it. Does that make sense? Can you, did you give him a drift there? Did you kind of get it? In other, in other words, I don't do what I do because it's something that I'm saying, oh, wow, I really want to do this. No, many of the things that I do, I do because I know it's within the, 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 the place that I'm supposed to do it, that this is where others are going to get the blessing, but I do it because I want to do it because it's something that he wants me to do. See, his want is my want now. It's not my want. My life is not my own, and I live that way. My life is not my own, so many things I want to do. I don't do. Why don't I do them? Because it's not along with my purpose. It's not what it is that I'm supposed to do. It's not going to further the things that's supposed to be furthered. 
So I don't do them. Many things I do that I really don't like doing, but I do it because that's what I'm supposed to do. So uh, strengthening congregational leaders, Acts 16, 4. Uh, this is one of the things that I do with pastors. I do with uh, uh, therapists. I do with teachers. I do with different people in the kingdom, mainly the leaders. I work with mainly the leaders, okay? Uh, and, and, and most of the, I mean, those are all the ones on the outside. Most of those are what on the outside. Okay. Advancing the kingdom. See, it's not advancing the mountains. It's advancing the kingdom. And as I, if we advance the kingdom of God, we bring, we bring these things that are in the world. We bring these mountains. We bring these, these issues. We bring these things to a halt. We bring them under. Uh, the, the power of the kingdom of God and uh, redefining cultural norms see redefining what the culture is is like but never putting limit on it it's always saying you will never go you, you will never go any lower than this that's the norms the new norms or whatever it is that we should be talking about you will never go any lower than this you will never pass this way going downward Okay, it, it, you have to continue to elevate and to push out. It's always taking territory. Always taking territory. If it's not taking territory, it is not the kingdom of God. Uh, what we must understand about le uh, leading in an apostolic house is um, apostolic leaders build and strengthen other congregations, other people, other ministers. Okay. I'm working with a number of different apostles and prophets and, and different people at this particular time that are out, outside of here, has nothing to do with here. It's not gonna benefit this, it's not gonna benefit us in any manner. Uh, it, it's, it's not for that reason. It is to help them to strengthen what they're doing. See, because this is what I'm called to. So therefore, it's when we have, this is the reason that God is working on whiners here. So there's not babies and whiners, you know, oh, I mean, you know, complainers and whiners and all that other kind of stuff. Why? So that you can expand and come into the position to come into the positions that you're in. May not be a five-fold ministry gift, may be a five-fold ministry gift, but it really doesn't matter. You can operate as uh, uh, Stephen wasn't a five-fold ministry gift until I mean he he was he he was uh, waiting on tables or whatever it is, but he had the power of whatever it is. It's operating as that same thing, walking in that same anointing, being able to do those same things, operating as that. And as you're operating as that, all these other things will come to pass. It's going into all the world. It's going into this. It's speaking to this. No, this is not. Okay, let me let me uh, digress for a moment. I have, uh, okay, 7.15. Let me, let me go over something with you here. But I think um, I was really happy to see this today. Uh, okay, I was reading something that the American Family Association says. It says um, uh, there are many Americans, especially uh, I, 
I don't like using this word Christians, but that's what they call, that's what they use. Because God never called us that. The first believers, they were not called Christians, they were called believers, okay? Who struggle with understanding exactly what Black Lives Matters movement is all about. What does the organization stand for? Who runs it? How is it funded? And why is there so much violence and looting at the BLM protest? They're not protesting. Uh, they're there to take over. You see, they, 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 this, this, this movement is trying to become a kingdom. It's the kingdom of darkness, okay? Uh, it, it's easy to get confused over, no, it's not, not for me. He says it's easy to be confused whether BL, uh, BLM, 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 I'm sorry, Lord. <laughs> it's a legitimate or I'm sorry. Forgive me, y'all. I think you got it. See, you go egging me on there. It's a legitimate organization sincerely protesting perceived injustices of a group of anti-American uh, or a group of anti-American Marxists out to destroy our great country. I have two reasons, two resources from Fa uh, American Family Association that clearly and concisely breaks down the truth about this dangerous organization. By uh, just taking a few moments, every Christian or believer can learn the truth about the BLM agenda and how to biblically respond to it. First, Murky Addison's article. Let me just share this little bit with you here. There's a whole lot more, but it, it, uh, just just the fact of um, of somebody being willing to open their mouth, okay, uh, a group led by white people to be willing to open their mouth. Yahoo! You know, uh, thank you, Jesus, glory to God. I, I, um, you know, I, I, I. Oh, Murky is black. But I mean, <laughs> I didn't see that. Murky Ad uh, Addison is black. But that's okay. All right. Um, major social media outlets are finding ways to block the conservative evangelical viewpoint. Uh, anyway, they have a daily source. Okay. Um, does God care about justice? Absolutely. In fact, God says himself in Isaiah 61 8. For I, the Lord, love justice. Okay? So we're not talking about justice in this. What about life? Does God care about life? Of course, Psalms 139 says that we're powerfully uh, communicates the value and the worth and the sanctity of human life. God concerns for life and, and justice are woven throughout the Bible. And two are not mutually exclusive. So we as believers, I'll say believers, I don't like that word, should care about justice and, and, and defend life. Likewise, we must make sure that our endeavors to plead for justice or defend life didn't inevitably align with covert missions and agendas that seek to undermine God's standard of holiness. It's about God's standards of holiness. See, if the, if the ecclesia, if the church, if the congregations don't get this, 
then they get caught and they and they scan. Okay. As of late, Christians have touted their support of the Black Lives Matter movement. For example, InterVarsity Urban Conference recently chose a, a key a future uh, to feature a keynote speaker who challenged those in attendance with the Black Lives Movement's publicized cause. But the question is not whether an evangelical collegiate ministry should tackle a discussion on perceived or actual racism, which I already told y'all about racism, right? Mm -hmm. The question is whether we are tackling the issue under the umbrella of black of BLM movement is compatible with the morals and values of said organization. Actually, the question for all biblical believers with an interest in social justice, which is another Marxist word, uh, do the core values of Black Lives Matter square with the Bible clearly prescribe ways of holy and hol uh, holiness and morality? If it don't, why get involved? Yeah. Yes. See, here's the here's the problem with all of it, and this is why the apostolic move, okay, has to come forth. All right. Now listen to this. The words we're on in a new norm, a new norm. Where did that word come from? That word came from that little bitty man. He started touting that, Mr. Fauci. Oh, is that his name? Fauci? Fetchy? Fauci? Fauci. Okay. In, 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 in that, it came, it came from their group. It came from this thing. So what happened is the church picked it up and started to use it. Again, we're running behind. We are leaders, not followers. I don't use their language. I was on the phone the other day and they were telling me something. They said, well, just... You know, yes, because we're all in this together. I said, no, we're not. I ain't in this with no, we're not. <laughs> well, what do you mean? We're not, I'm not in there with you. We ain't all in this together. Uh-uh. I'm not in that same together with you. <laughs> so I have to speak it. Because if I don't speak it, if I don't speak to it, then I agree with it. And we're going to have to answer for uh, commission or omission. I'm not going to omit Okay, I'm not in this with you. We ain't in this together. Let's come together, ain't happening. Okay? Uh, all right. Stop doing that to me. Just let me be serious here. Okay, because it thoroughly, it thoughtfully, I mean thoughtfully, uh, it's thoughtfully crafted agenda, values and mission, um, this, this thing, I guess that's a hashtag, Black Lives Matters is unmistakably incompatible with biblical Christianity. And many reasons Christians have to reject this movement can easily be found in blacklivesmatter.com. According to its own history, Black Lives Matters was founded by three women, two of them self-proclaimed queer, and while these women may care about injustice and racism, they also care about normalizing sexual deviance, disconstructing uh, the biblical definition of family, emasculating strong 
black men who identify as straight. Okay? Before your uh, ha hashtag, before you hashtag anything else, you might strongly consider the fact that this particular tag is an organized movement with leadership and core convictions. We are not simply talking about an organic movement with a social justice as its aim. BLM is far more sinister than that. In fact, the movement has in, uh, uh, in, inextricably linked its cause, its calls for black justice to the core conviction that they are atheists, that they are, are, are anti-theists to any biblical Christian convictions. We are to destroy them first. We are to destroy the church. That is Marxist trained talk. Okay, they should only listen three reasons. Here are three reasons Black Lives Matter is in, incompatible with biblical Christianity. Black Lives Matter seeks to dismantle the biblical definition of family. What was the first one of the first things? After government, God created family. Okay, government was first and then family was next. People seem to say government, I mean, family was first and then government, but that wouldn't have made no sense. And God always makes sense. Uh, in their own words, they are committed to disrupting the Western prescribed nuclear family structure required requirement. One man married to one woman is not a Western prescription for family. It is a biblical one. The mystery of the two, man and woman, becoming one flesh is powerful, is a powerful union uh, that the Apostle Paul used to illustrate and to talk about Christ and the church in Ephesians 5. Black Lives Matter championed the celebration of homosexuality. It refers to it as queer affirming, affirming but it simply boils down to rebellion against God. God's created design for sexuality in their own words that BLM gathers with the intention of freeing ourselves from the tight grip of heteronormalism uh, thinking or rather the belief that all in the world are heterosexual unless she, et, et, she or he are, or they disclose otherwise no matter what the secular culture decides about sexuality, the Bible still unequivocally regarding God's design for sexual intimacy. Romans 1, for example, lists homosexuality as a vile passion. It just does. See, that's why they want to throw away your Bible. That's why they're putting people in jail. They say, I'll put you in jail if you go to a church. Understand that. This is a time that we're going to have to realize whether we're going to stand or whether we're going to fold. Okay, how can we leak arms with an individual whose mission is to undermine and celebrate rebellion against God's design? How can you do it? How can you link with a party? How can you link and, and, and vote? How can you, you agree with? How can you become? He says, have no, have no fellowship. Have no support of, that, of the works of the darkness. Does he or does he not say that? Okay, uh, Black Lives Matter tout gender confusion as normal and seeks to make heroes of those who are mentally confused. The movement taking culture, taking culture by storm and increasingly violated by Christians, blacks and whites alike want to dismantle 
cisgender privilege and uplift black trans folks. Yup. Uh, the the ju uh, justice movement is also the movement of gender revelation, revolution. BLM is committed to embracing and making space for trans brothers and sisters to participate and to lead. There are two genders, male and female. The science is clear. The Bible is crystal clear when it comes to God creation. So God created man in his own image. Uh, in the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. Gender confusion is an attack of, the, of Satan to mar the image. Uh, the image Delhi Black Lives Matter is comp uh, complicit in this destruction. Aside from its diverse thing, it calls for violence, holds the uh, 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 unstable, uh, desire, insatiable, I'm sorry, insatiable desire for lawlessness. So Christians uh, have deep spiritual reasons to resist aligning with this movement. Its founders and their core convictions, just a few, uh, few of the movement's uh, uh, guiding principles should pr uh, provide plenty of evidence of a believer that aligning with such ungodly, uh, uh, such an ungodly ideology as at least troubling and the most diabolical. Christians can and should stand up against injustice, but we should absolutely refuse to stand behind a movement that vehemently opposes God and his righteous standards. There is absolutely no room for debate. I can support working with people on a common cause, even when we disagree on secondary issues. However, when the primary issue is inexplicably linked to a secondary issue that also happens to be one of the greatest spiritual battles I fight, those issues cannot be ignored. But I suggest that the sexual revolution, gender confusion, and dismantling of the family is not a secondary issue to BLM. I believe that they are equal to the movement and well uh, televised justice work. The issue, however, can never be garnered by support, attraction, currently employed by the movement, that they are so widely known, and this is an epidemic. Understand this. What this, I mean, this is, this is, um, this lady just, uh, I didn't realize she was black, but she is black and she's speaking out, and many black people are speaking out. Why are they speaking out? Because they don't represent me. They do not represent me. And I know y'all didn't know I was black, so I'm telling y'all. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, I have that kind of a house. Do you understand? I, I, what we have to do is this. You see, this is where the kingdom, this is where the apostolic comes in. It says this, I will have no fellowship. Okay? I can pray for you. I can speak to that. But I, if I have to bring you down and pray for you at the same time, then that's just what I have to do. Because I have to serve, I mean, God Either his word is true. God does not compromise. And in this, <clears throat> here is where it is that we become unpopular. Here is where it is that we break through. You see, what's going on is that people, you'd be surprised at how many people in churches and congregations, pastors and apostles and all of these, they scare, they, 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 well, they, they, they go off the road 
because they don't want to speak any of this. But a true apostolic house speaks about everything. And but this is this is what it is that we're called to. We're called to speak out. We're called to 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 help people to find their voice, to help them to find the ability and the strength to go forth to do it so that you can dominate your your area, whether it be in, uh, uh, whether it be the mountains, as I said, the kingdoms will teach the mountains. The, that, that's where that comes in. It will teach them. It will teach those in media. It will teach those in the church. It will teach those. It will train those. It will do those things. And we're available to help you. Go ahead, Daniel. Well, it sounds like they go after people that don't know their identity. Of course. So you have no identity. You have no authority. So as an apostolic ministry, how do we teach people or show people their identity? But see, we have to start with the, the we, they have to start with the church. See, it's the church that we're doing. The world don't know. The world is doing great. Yeah. You understand? They follow their God to the T. Yeah. I mean, they 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 obey it. They they they're not. Oh yeah. Do you notice they're not compromising? Yeah. They say we didn't come to compromise you. We came to take over. Yeah. Amen. And then the church says, "Oh, we came to compromise. We came to love you." Sucker, you don't even know what love is. See? Um, and, and people in the church, I see that in my own household, people in the church are lining up, like you said, with this movement. And they're not veering to the right or the left. They're going right down what is being um, spoken. It's a false them. church. You see, right they're in a church. false church. You have to understand, it's sad to say it, but there's the real and the false. Okay, right now, and uh, I, 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 don't, I don't listen to a lot until, the, unless the Lord tells me to listen to this prophet or this apostle or this, this, or whatever it is. But what I do know is this, is that right now we're in a, uh, I, I see it, there's a dividing line. It's like there's been a great earthquake and those that are living in the natural, in the, in, 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 the, in the physical, those that judge things, not according to Galatians 3.28 and, and Acts 17.26, but those that judge according to the natural are going to fall in this direction. And you see, the thing of it is, is that he said, and he said in these last days that there would be a great what? Falling away. See, falling away from the truth. See? And he said in this time that families would be split. Children would turn against parents. Parents would turn against children. Husbands would turn against wives. Wives would turn against husbands. Okay? And here's another thing that was said. It let you be known that this. He says, let God be true and everything, everyone else, a liar. So you can read the Bible but until the Bible starts to read you, see, we have to live authentic lives. And our authentic life is this. The only thing and the only one I judge myself with is the world. You see, I, 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 I love, uh, you know, it, it, it's when you, you talk to someone and you ask them, what does it mean? Matter. Everything has matter. A truck has matter. All of these things have matter. But when uh, you're, 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 you're speaking and you're speaking out of convenience. You're speaking for something and you're using words and you're letting it be known that we didn't come to ask you, we came to tell you what we're doing. 
and you see the church goes in, I mean, the religious people, the Christians go in and they ask for permission. Can I have permission to tell you the truth? Because we're supposed to move in love and it's because you're looking at love from a natural point. You're not looking at love from a, from a spiritual point. Okay, last question. Um, I was gonna just say, um, Speak loud. How you were saying about the the the, um, the groups coming in and wanting to take the authority to claiming stuff, you you actually see a lot of that. Like even on the even on the social media sites, um, there's a lot of contradictory that you see in there, and a lot of deception, mm -hmm. and they're targeting believers or Christians. They're targeting Christians. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, and and just like, they're almost like making a mockery out of out of them because they, they, they start to ask them questions. And they don't have an answer. They don't have an answer or they give the wrong answer. They say, do you believe that God, your God really gave you the world to live in? And they said, well, yeah, you know, but God, 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 or they, do you believe God created the world for you? Well, God created the heavens and the earth, right? So, I mean, a lot of this, I mean, we know the enemy knows the Bible word, word for word. So. And, and and he knows how to distort it because he exactly. distorted it with Jesus. But well, see, he's he distorting everything right now that, with the Democrats. Yeah. Everything is twisted. Everything. Everything that they claim and, 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 and say that the Republicans are doing, it's the, them that are That's doing right. it. Everything is but reversed. But you see, this is, this, is how, this is how you target. This is how you do. You project. You project. Okay, I'll give you an example, and then uh, the time is about up. When I was married the last time, uh, okay, when I was married, I had um, my, my, my former husband kept doing something. He kept accusing me of um, having an affair, of, of being um, unfaithful, of, of taking this, of doing these things, and he kept accusing and accusing. And, um, it was, he made accusation after accusation. And he would tell anybody that would listen to him. And there were actually people that I had known forever. And they, they uh, I didn't realize that they, some of them believed it. But it was actually something that he did. See, it was actually something that he did. And that he was doing. Because even when he tried to steal my fur coat, when he tried to t take a number of different things, and I, I legally got him back and all of that. But these were things, it was projecting, it was this is what I'm doing, and, and, and I have to make you feel guilty, I have to accuse you. See, it's the accuser of the brother, okay? That what was going on in him was what he was accusing others of, accusing me of. And I'm looking and I'm thinking, I've been single, celibate, and sober for over 30 years, and you talking this? And I'm gonna wait until I get married to do something like this? You know, what, what, what kind of what sense does that make? But there was no, okay, understand this. So I cease to try and talk to him about it. I cease to defend, because my clear conscience was my only defense. Do you understand? And in this, what is going on in many congregations, they teach you how to live in the flesh. They do not teach you the word. Many places you watch, I mean, what we do, we do with humor, but we teach the word, okay? We teach people who they are, if they will listen and if they will walk in it. 
Now, many people can sit up in the same congregation and they don't know no word. They know nothing. They go by feelings. Feelings, nothing more than feelings. Okay? Why is that? Because the word can go out. It's taught. But then people have to choose to catch it. Do you understand? And ignorance will destroy you. Okay? People don't come against someone that, you see, and what happens is this. Here comes a bullying thing. I'm asking you this. I'm asking you this. Don't you know the answer? Don't you know the answer, you stupid thing? Don't you know the answer? And what happens is most people get flustered. Flustered. They get fearful. Instead of saying, sucker, you better back up. You ain't got no power. And I guarantee, and then, and then, and then you, you see, you have to understand uh, your uh, when when uh, I'm not answering your question until you answer mine. I'll give you a question, you answer mine. I'll answer yours. Otherwise, you ain't worth me answering it. You understand? Where did I get that from? I got that from Yeshua. Yeah. You think you got to answer every question some idiot asks you? Heck to the no. Why do I have to answer your question? You can't defend it. I don't need to. I defend why I believe. Because what I believe is truth. What you believe is fake. It's false. Okay? See, you get pushed in a corner, and because you have no word in you, you don't know what to do. Okay, well, we finished with the, uh, this tonight. <laughs> Did you receive anything out of this? Yes. Okay, we'll get back. We'll get to to uh, we'll get to this uh, this third page on Sunday or whatever, and we'll continue on. But what my job is is to equip the saints so that you can do the work that you're to do. Okay, and to train and train you and let you know you don't have to answer every question. You know, some of them is <laughs> how dumb can you be? But you make sure you back up and you be ready to punch too. <laughs> yeah, question. Oh, tw hi, uh, we have a number of people tonight. I'm glad you joined us and uh, welcome. We wanna, we wanna uh, give you a shout out. And uh, we here, uh, we're here at uh, in, in San Jose and you know, join us on Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Sundays. And um, we have a website, www.mteminc.org and any questions or any comments or whatever it is, you can send those towards Crystal. And, um, you know, whether you agree or disagree, it's okay. You know, um, all we do is release what it is that God wants released, the word of God, and strengthen you. And number one is this, don't be afraid of those. Don't be afraid of bullies. Don't be afraid of that. And we're going to talk about what to do. Uh, if you happen to... 
uh, get into an area and you're surrounded by those people and you in your car, number one, you never get in your car and drive anywhere without having all the windows up and your doors locked. And your car may be your weapon. If somebody is coming to do you wrong, then you put your, your foot to the metal and whatever you run over, whatever is in the way, it's in the way because it's your life and theirs. I'm serious business about this. Don't just say, well, I don't wanna do this because I don't wanna hurt nobody. I guarantee you, you will be the one hurt. So you get out of there. If you feel something, if you sense something is wrong and you go down the street, put your car in reverse and get out or do whatever it is. You protect you and your family. God wants you to do that. He does not want you to walk around. He says, do not be ignorant of the devil's devices. And they will never, they always come in packs. Always come in packs because they're cowards. And, and, and uh, it is never a one-on-one. -on -one. And if you're licensed to carry, carry. It, uh, 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 you do what you do. You protect your home, you protect your environment. You but if you're in your house and somebody come in there, you pray, you pray in tongues and shoot at the same. Pray in tongues and shoot. I'm serious. I'm serious. Okay, I love you. I mean, you may not agree with it and, and all of that. And I would say I'm joking, but I'm not. You understand? You, 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 you have to live to fight another day. And, um, you know, you, you fill yourself with the word of God. You go back and you look at some of these other tapes and some of these other things that we've done. You'll hear a lot of scripture come out. And I want you to be able to get these things on the inside of you so that you know who you are. You are, if you're born again, if you're born from above, if Jesus is your Lord, I'm not talking about your Savior, but if he is your Lord, okay, the spirit of truth lives on the inside of you. If he owns you, if he is the one that controls your life, then you're in a safe place. You're the, you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You may not always do things righteous, but you are the righteousness of him. And as you tune in and watch us and and uh, interact with us, you will begin to realize that you are righteous and you will know who you are and you, won't, you will feel like you don't have to answer every question that somebody throws at you. You know how to, to say no and you know how to say yes. So I wanna bless you. Uh, as I said, our website address is www.mtbminc.org and um, if you wanna give into the ministry, push the donate button and do that. Um, we're, we're glad that you're here tonight and all of you that are here in the audience we can do that too as we receive our tithes and offerings as the Lord bless you the Lord keep you the Lord make his face to shine upon you and the Lord give you his shalom okay now Danny's going to come forth and we're going to pray over these tithes offerings and the things that we bring and then I'll bless you a second time come on hurry up we'll be moving like a milk plate Whatever, no great. Oh, God. Come on. Okay, we pray over these. We pray over the ones that people have sent in by quick pay and all of these other kinds of ways. We raise those things up and go ahead and pray over Father, Father, I pray, Father God, that you bless these offerings, Father God. Father in heaven, bless the 
people have put into this ministry, Father God, as the seeds that have been planted in this house, Father God, go beyond, Father Heaven, what we can even fathom, dear Lord. Thank you for this evening, Father God. I pray that as we move forward, Father, we take this teaching and walk it out and do what you created us to do. And as apostolic house, Father, we go out there and make a difference, make a change. In the name of Jesus, we give you glory and praise. Amen. Amen. And as we said, the Lord does bless you. The Lord does keep you. The Lord does make his face. He's holding you high and making his face to shine upon you. And he has given you his favor, his strength, and his peace. There's nothing missing, nothing broken. And remember, the spirit of truth, if you are not born again and you want to you want to find out more about that, give us a call, 408-945-4439, and uh, we'll help walk you through it. And the Spirit of God will give you the words to say. Bye-bye. See you next.